1: culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision.
0: Our next guest was instrumental in the establishment of the Indigenous Police Recruitment Our Way delivery program. It's a training model to develop First Nations Australians for a career with the New South Wales Police Force. Now, it came about when Peter Gibbs, after the tragic death of his sister in police custody in 1997, was faced with a choice, to respond with violence or to find a deeper purpose. Peter Gibbs is preparing to tell his incredible faith story at the upcoming National Prayer Breakfast in Canberra, and he's joining us now. Peter, welcome along to 2020.
1: Uh, Bless you for the opportunity. Thank you so
0: much. Peter, you're a Gamilaroi man from the community of Wheel Moringal in New South Wales. Uh, give us a little bit of your background before we hear the story about your sister.
1: Yes, uh, Will Moringal is just a tiny dot on the map in f- northwestern New South Wales. I'm from the Gamilaroi uh, people. That's my, my, my grandmother's uh, family. Um, and we settle on the banks of the Darling, of the, the Darling River. And uh, the very small little community uh, built on the back of agriculture. So all of my family, they're all of the shearers and fences. There are people who built their history uh, in the agricultural industry. So I uh, was born uh, in, the, in, the, in the wool industry, uh, raised in the outback, um, and so influential. Uh, uh, and my grandmother was so influ- influential in my life uh, with her Christian heritage.
0: Uh, no doubt there's been challenges you can identify, perhaps even through your whole life. But things took a dreadful twist when your sister died in police custody. I wonder if you can take us into that story.
1: Uh, uh, just one of those awful uh, tragedies uh, in many of our lives. And most of us have, have suffered you know, enormous tragedy. And uh, that crossroad in my life uh, was when my sister died in police custody in Brewarrina. Rewarrona is a, another small community not far from, from Uh It's the major centre. It's a, a, a town of less than 2,000 2, people. Um, so it's a little town we're very familiar with and we, we basically were born there uh, as well uh, because of the main hospital. Um, so we have a long history in that little community. Um, and to know that my sister has died in police custody, locked up for drunkenness, Uh, in 1997 uh, brings such a shock uh, uh, to your system. And uh, for me, um, I was the eldest of four children. Um, I'll never forget it for the rest of my life, mate. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: It's a tragic story and one, no doubt, that you've wrestled with so far as your faith in God goes. And when you're in those dark places and you lose a family member like your sister... Uh, that must have been a, a particularly difficult time for you, faith-wise, uh, but even emotionally.
1: Well, um, you know, uh, the emotions. I don't know how we can deal with these sorts of things. And uh, um, for some reason, uh, you know, th- this happened uh, to us. And it, it's things that you read about, and things that you you hear about, and you you don't expect that it'll it'll come uh, to your door. But as we know, it will. And um, uh, you know, those times have shaped me uh, as a man, shaped me as a father, as a leader uh, in the community and certainly shaped my faith uh, uh, in, in the Lord. And, uh, uh, it's embedded in my life now that um, without the Lord, I know that I'm nothing.
0: I, mentioned, I, I mentioned that choice, the, you could have responded with violence or you could have sought a deeper purpose in your sister's death. Uh, I know that a lot of uh, your uh, brothers and sisters uh, in your tribal background have decided to respond in some ways, uh, actively and oftentimes uh, with violence as well. But but you've decided to seek a deeper purpose in all of that. I wonder if you can describe that for us.
1: Well, it took it took a few years, and... Um, When we were confronted with that opportunity to, to, you know, in many words, uh, I can still hear resonating in my ear today, it was to burn Brie to the ground. And when my dad and I uh, decided that that wouldn't be the case after Fiona's death, that we would find something else, a more positive outcome from her tragedy. And we didn't know what that was going to be. But after a couple of years, it, it, could, it became really clear that I could assist Aboriginal people um, to become police officers, that we would get more Aboriginal police officers uh, into the outback. Um, so my vision at that time was to just get Aboriginal people into the police force and to come and work in the western parts of New South Wales so that through that we would build better understanding, improve relationship between our people and the police, and uh, obviously in the long term, prevent people from going into the police system uh, and then um, preventing deaths in custody. That was the way in which I envisaged this to be. But the Lord had a bigger plan and and it's been going now for uh, well over 15 years. It took me 10 years to get it uh, to first base, but after that it's just uh, blossomed and it's now all over New South Wales. And um, with potential to go uh, uh, national. And we are very proud as a family, obviously, for what's happened with the, the iProud program. Um, but a legacy will never, ever be forgotten.
0: And an idea like that, uh, just coming from somewhere. uh, Let's uh, let's assume I'm going to assume that it's a divinely inspired idea. But the formation of the Indigenous Police Recruitment Our Way Delivery Program, uh, this is uh, this is something you're seeing as as something God given. Absolutely, Uh,
1: but my little mind, how would I think, and uh, how would I actually have a faith that this could be realised? It's only God and God is in everything um, with his hand on uh, my life Um, and everything I've touched uh, since then. It's just been amazing, amazing transformation of my life, Um, the transformation in my family Um, and to be able to seek seek forgiveness um, and to be able to forgive the New South Wales Police uh, is a process that I've gone through as well and you know i'm a changed person um because of what god has done in my life and i wanted to be able to use that um and to work to a, a point of forgiveness of new south wales police and i've done that and it's it's been an amazing uh um journey and to to now see that um the former police commissioner in new south wales was a christian and i didn't realize that at the time as well And until, and he and I traveled that journey together, uh, and we're amazingly great friends now. And um, he has supported the iProud concept throughout his term as the New South Wales Police Commissioner, a man of God, uh, um, a man who believes uh, that um, from tragedy we can have positiveness. And uh, he believed in me Uh, from the time he met me, he could see that this was real. Uh, but he could also see it was achievable, and he also through his leadership and God in his life that we've been able to work together. So God has brought myself uh, into His pathway, and He's into mine. And look what's happened because two men of God uh, stood up in whatever realms we were were in, uh, and the I Proud program is there now, um, and it'll never ever be taken away.
0: Peter, you're going to be the Keynote speaker for the national prayer breakfast that's coming up. Uh, will you have a specific message for political leaders who'll be there on the day? My
1: my, my simple message is that, my, that there is. My simple message is that um, it, God alone, that God will bring reconciliation to our to our people. God is, is the is the answer uh, for all of our lives and. Um, I pray for every day for our political leaders because I think the challenges are there before them, but they must not lock God out um, of um, their decision-making. And it's so important for Christian leadership uh, at this uh, time of instability in our country, uh, internationally, but certainly here in our own little communities where there is such um, violence uh, um, and the separation of families and the incarceration rates of our families—it um, is worse now than it's ever been in in, uh, in in history. And so I know that the answer is only God alone, and to not lock Christianity out, and uh, and that's that would be what something that I'll be um, challenging um, the the gathering there um, uh, in just a, a short time.
0: Well, for 2,000 years, uh, Christians have been able to traverse those racial differences because of this uniting factor that comes in uh, through Jesus himself, and uh, he is above all race. Now, for the first time ever, Peter, the National Prayer Breakfast is going to be available on a live stream, and people all over the nation are being encouraged to get their groups and churches and wider community together to be a part of it. What's your encouragement uh, for communities and some of those in Aboriginal communities listening to our conversation today? Uh, what's your encouragement for people to actually live stream this big event that's going to be on?
1: Please oh, take every opportunity. What a wonderful occasion that we can join up uh, virtually and we can celebrate what God has done what is what God is doing uh, uh, in our lives and in our country and for our and pray for our critical leadership and um, this is the time that we can all join in so even if it's virtually but uh, if I've got a message, my message is that it's, it's God alone and and um, forgiveness if, if you are dealing with unforgiveness, there is only uh, one way to be able to deal with that I've tried everything to deal with the unforgiveness and it was only through Christ. Uh, that I was able to do with that. And and I know that through the message that I'll share, um, um, I want that to come through, that um, that has been the the most difficult time of my life uh, as a man, uh, as a father, uh, as a husband, uh, and as a brother. Um, And uh, without Christ, I would not have been able to achieve any of it. Without Christ, I am nothing. And I want that message to be loud and clear.
0: Peter, I'm humbled, and I'm sure so many of our listeners uh, will be humbled uh, just hearing your approach to these sorts of issues. The National Prayer Breakfast is going to bring together members of Parliament, senators and other civic leaders, along with people of faith within the community. And for listeners who want to be a part of this as a live stream event, uh, this is going to be on Monday, the 28th of November. It's the 33rd. Australian Prayer Breakfast. It's to be held at Parliament House. It's on Monday the 28th of November. You can register early for the live stream from Parliament House. The live stream will be starting at 7.15am, Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. And the website to go to to register to be a part of the National Prayer Breakfast is nationalprayerbreakfast.org. That's nationalprayerbreakfast.org. Peter Gibbs, uh, going to be the keynote speaker at the National Prayer Breakfast. Peter, you're an inspiration. Thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020.
1: Bless you. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.